to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. God, thank you so much for this evening, for the breath, the air we breathe, for the word we receive tonight. We just bless you, Father, for all you do, for just being in our presence, being in us and with us as we, as we do our lives. With you, Father God, we just praise you and thank you. And Father God, I just, I just pray that you use me as a channel of love and peace in your word, let your word flow, flow through me. I just give myself to you, Father God, in spirit and in truth. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I better do that. So it was a little, I'm, today, I was struggling this, this time. And I think it's because God's taking me deeper in who he is, you know, uh, and it all is through the studying of the word. Really, it is. There's no other. Because, you know, it used to be much more surface, and and it was easy to do a topic. And, I mean, I'm going to do, like, you know, uh, my identity in Christ, maybe my journey along with some things I learned along the way and um, how that looks to me. And I hope it helps someone. Because it seems really simple, because it is, you know. And I, I had started this whole thing this year with God asking him. <clears throat> I asked him, uh to have more of him and less of me, right? And um, and then he immediately spoke to me and said, well, then get back to basics. Because it was, you know, sometimes we're going in these directions, we're doing all these studies, we're doing all these groups, we're doing all these helping others. And listen, all that stuff is good. It's very good, but it can lose its purpose if it's not, if you're not, if you're not pressing into the kingdom, into him. And I am. But I felt like I, I needed more. I needed to get close to him again. So for the last really few months, I've just been much more quiet. Um, less. I mean, listen. I know you guys don't think I'm quiet, but I really am. Like my house is is quiet, and you know I feel a little bit. I feel more peace. So that's might might be some of it. Um, even though I'm excited for the Lord, and I get excited for the Lord. So when he said that to me. Immediately, I oh, I always go to like top scriptures. You know, first, who do you say I am, is a big one because, you know, I, I believe Jesus Christ is God, my Messiah, Lord, Savior. You know, and he said, well, if that's if that's that's it, then I want to show you who I am in you, deeper. We're one, and I was like, okay, well, I I kind of know all these things, but he started to reveal my spirit being sealed and protected in him at the right hand of the father and it started to get really um revealing revelation to me so he said keep it simple and of course in in the way i hear that slogan in my mind is keep it simple stupid and i said stupid and he's like no that's not what i'm calling you you're not stupid just keep it very simple i'm i'm it's not that complicated so the first scripture that i that i got from the lord was Matthew 6, 31, 33. And it says, Therefore, do not worry. Say, what shall I eat? Or what shall I drink? Or what shall I wear? For all of these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father 
knows that you need all these things. But seek the kingdom first. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So, you know, I always see the Trinity in everything. So immediately I went into, okay, so seek the kingdom. Seek Jesus. He's the kingdom to me. You know, that's the way I, I see Jesus as he, the kingdom of God is here now. So it's that relationship. I needed to start spending intimate time with Jesus, right? And then, and right, and his righteousness. Well, that's the gift of the Holy Spirit for me so that I can, I can start living right and, and learning things that the mysteries of the word that he wants to reveal to me because I have to go to him. And this is like the, the Lord's prayer, basically. When we say this scripture, it's like saying the Lord's prayer. We're asking God, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and to, to reveal stuff to us that we need to move forward. You know, I was feeling a little stuck in my life. I was feeling like, okay, the, what, there has to be more, what's more in him, not in my life in things. Because I'll tell you, this Christmas seemed very busy to me, but it's, I didn't, there was nothing more going on. But I felt like I was very busy, and that's where I think I, I needed to, to retreat and, and just rest in the Lord. So, and all these things shall be added to you. And that's the, the promises, the yes, the amen, the, the, the desires of God's heart to me. You know, it's the, it's the spirit of God in me. So, um, so I started to seek the things of God's heart, his word, right? And, um, and it's a mirror image. I started to see myself as I was going deeper with him and who he is. As I was learning about this because he wanted me to go back and, and get into my identity in him. You know, because we do lots of lots of groups. We do lots of groups about lots of things. And um, we had done that group, but sometimes it feels like we're just doing, doing, you know, and we're not being in it. And I needed to be in it. So I got back, and I, I had just done the group in the beginning of the year, and I went back to the beginning. I went back to Pastor Tom's CDs on the new man identity that I used to teach, and I just started washing myself and washing myself and washing myself in old stuff right back to the beginning. Like I literally took God's direction because I knew he was going to give me a revelation of something that I needed to know about me in him, me, you know, and, um, and it really was that who, who I am in him. It was my, it's he, he's in me. I am, I am him. He is me. We are one. So whatever he does, if I give him, I, listen, my spirit is, is, when I got born again, when we all got born again, our spirit is, is saved. Everything, all the things from above are already provided, you know, and it's my soul and my body that needs the renewing. And he started to reveal this process in a deeper way where I'm, because I had so many questions, you know, I deal with people that, and me too, have bad thoughts fall short of the glory and I'm constantly saying well God if we're saved why can't some people get it why can't we do this why can't we get come on I'm you know it's the word the word the word and he just because it's lack of knowledge is our dilemma is our crisis it's it's an identity crisis basically so one of the things he kept saying to me is you know are you um is your identity in crisis or is your identity in Christ and I kept that on as I was listening and reading and studying. I was waking up in the middle of the night writing notes from everything, just downloading. And then I wake up and it looked like I, all right, I'm going to say this. <laughs> it looked like years ago when I used to drink and write things down so I could remember it the next day. 
And then I would be like, why did I write that down? What does that mean? It was like I was drunk in the spirit in the middle of the night. And I would write things and write things. And I got, I got books and notes of middle night, two o'clock, four o'clock, just writing these things that would come up in my spirit. And then I'd be like, okay, what, what am I supposed to do? So I really felt very scattered. And I think he wanted me to feel that way because he wants, he wants, to, be, he wants to be glorified. It can't be all that I've been putting in me about me or about what I know. It has to be about who he is. Who he is and how I, I let go to let him shine and glow and, and grow and, and everyone see him. It's about his, his news, his testimony. It has nothing to do with me. You know, so, um, so seek these things from above in his spirit and in, in spirit and in truth. But in Colossians 3, before I say that, Colossians 3, 1, 3 says, If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth, for, for you died and your life is hidden. And I love that. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. And I feel like my, my heart, it's, it's me. I'm, I'm, he's protecting me. I'm with him. I'm sealed in him. And, you know, and it gives me an opportunity. Whether I sin or not, and he showed me, the reason why he's showing me this is so that I can see this in others. And I can be a better person to others. And I can love others. Because whether I sin or not, or if I have a bad thought, or it, it, he sees me whole and beautiful and perfect in his image. So none of that. I mean, it's up to me because my life can get very complicated. I can start feeling lots of crises in my identity. Or I can stay in him and follow the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide me into all truth, spirit and truth. And that's what he kept saying. You need to stay in spirit and truth in your life. Because once I step out into the flesh, and the flesh is my soul or my body, that's where sin is allowed to enter into me. And I don't want that. So I've been having these conversations with God that start from the beginning of like, you know, everything is, should I say that? Should I? And it's not because I don't want to, you know, it's because I want to be conscious of, of letting him lead and guide me, letting him be the leader. So I yield and I step back. I mean, there's been some, some situations these past couple of weeks, pastor knows them. One of them was my son wanted to he didn't have a belt. This is how it started. So he said, mom, can I wear one of your belts? Because he got, he is, even though he's tiny, he got bigger, right? So, so all his belts I gave to Bethany because he, they were all young. So he took a belt and it had like a little, instead of gold or silver, it had the rose gold. So he was like, I'm not wearing that. And I had a, my Gucci belt there. And, and I'm just saying this because I don't wear it and I don't care about it. So it's just rolled up. It's right there. He picks it up and he puts it on and he goes on his bike and he leaves. And right away, the Holy Spirit says, go get him, tell him to take it off and put it, put it, you know, on the table. So I open the door and I run out. See, because I'm like, God, because the first thing I did was, should I have done that, God? I stopped and I asked. You know, what we have to do is ask, he says, right? So I stopped and I asked because I, I, I didn't, it happened so fast, you know, and, and he, he's like, tell him to take it off. So I go out there. I said, Rocco, Rocco, come back. You got to take the belt off. You need to take it. I, I just, my, 
my spirit, it, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and it's just not, it's not appropriate. You need to take it off. He got so mad. He's on his bike. He's like, you're a scaredy cat. You're scared of the Holy Spirit. You're afraid of the Holy. And I'm like, what do you, <laughs> I do have fear of the Lord, but in an honorable, loving way. And that's what it was. But he sees fear in the natural, right? So he's taking that as like, you know, like, and I'm like, I, so he leaves and I text him because God told me to text him and love him and encourage him and tell him how great he is and how wonderful he is. And that sometimes you don't, you may not know why I make some decisions, but they're always because I love you and I want you to be safe and healthy. And, and that's what I'm supposed to do. And the Holy Spirit helps me do that with you. And so, so that day I went to the mall and I got him a belt. He came home and he has not mentioned it since he got the new belt. So it was just one of those things. But you see, when I stop and I let God teach me and guide me into all truth, right? The end result is always very good. It's always very good. You know, years ago, there would have been a fight in the street. Who knows? Listen, it would have been about, you're not wearing my belt because that's my belt. You know, it would have been a whole different reason why you weren't wearing my belt. I don't care. And I even said, you could have the belt. I don't care about the belt. I care about you. You're the one, right? And that's like how God is with us. He really wants us to be, you know, doing it in the right way. Not just always because it looks good, but because it's right and it glorifies him. It's righteously living. Living the right way, not just good. I mean, it's good to live good. But sometimes when I'm living good, it's just, it's unto myself. It's not really, you know, like uh, another thing that he does. He does these things like verse, verse. He says, well, are you, are you going to, are you going to spread the, do you, are you looking for the good news or a good time? Because, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the, in like, oh, and then we're forgetting about walking in the right way. So, um, I don't even know where I'm going with that. But anyway, so hidden in in Christ, in in Christ in God, with Christ in God. So we seek things from above in spirit and in truth. John 16, 12, 14 says, I still have many things to say to you. And this is like how God's talking to me, like, boom, one scripture. And then he's like, now I I still got many things to say to you. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, Uh, many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on my, on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you the things to come. He will glorify me and he will take, take of what is mine and declare it to you. So it's like, he wants me to Yes, I want to know. I want to go deeper, but I need to wait for the Holy Spirit. I need to be with the Holy Spirit. I need to let the Holy Spirit show me, reveal who he is, Christ is, because that's who reveals Jesus to me, right? To all of us in the word. So it's like, I want to tell you everything, but you got to wait because there's things that you need to grow up in maybe with, with the Holy Spirit in the word, you know, get mature and then it'll come. So it's so good because he loves me so much. I, I've never felt that kind of love, you know? Um, and I had a really loving dad. It's just, God is just, there's, it's just unconditional. You know, I think, you know, I could think I know all these things and he's like, well, there's a lot of things I want to tell you, but we need to get there, which is a beautiful thing. Right. So, um, so what I'm, what I need is revelation. I need to be able to relate to God and I relate to God through the word. The word teaches me about who I am. 
right? And it teaches him about who he is. And that's why we're one. You see, but if I'm always kind of trying to, like, I can't see myself in him and he's and, and I see him over here and, and he's not with me and I got to act a certain way, but I, you know, I got to, that's a performance and I'm, God is with me all the time. So, which means when he proclaimed in Luke 4, 17, 20, that he, this is the, the spirit of the Lord was upon him. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm anointed. I'm in him. He's in me. So when I go places, I have to be thinking and acting like Jesus Christ. That's bottom line. If he's in me, that's what, that's what it is. So it's all the time. We were talking about that in group. We speak to things. We speak to things. We lay hands on people, places, and things. Sometimes I lay hands on things that aren't operating and they start to operate. You know, things start working. Um, praise the Lord. But that's the level of faith that we choose to lambano take out of the word. We choose to spend time. You know, if I'm going to get, listen, I can take a quick shower, right? Or I can stay there and just get soaked and really let it soak into my skin and then inside, you know, and start washing. And that's where I want to be with the Lord when I'm in the word and I'm in the word with him a lot but sometimes we're doing that but we're not really with him it's like it's like being you know my kids selling me something and I'm doing something and you know that's sometimes the way it is I'm guilty right because I got to get this done or that done so that I can run a group you know serve another person and then I'm not doing it really unto the Lord and that's the truth because it needs to be about him from the mind sometimes you just gotta I do slow down so um Revelation of God's word is in order to partake in things from above. So when I say I want the things from above or the things from above are going to pour down on me, I have to be able to be in it, be in his presence, be with him, in him, uh, partaking, you know, have the revelation that he's in me and I'm in him and we're one. My identity is Christ Jesus. We're an image. He's my mirror. The word of God is a mirror. And the more I look in the mirror, the more I can see myself clearly. The more I look into the word of God, the more I hear him in the spirit, the more I see him in the spirit, the more I, I be him in the spirit. I, I, I can act him to others, which is really incredible because I can, I, even when I see the Trinity, the more I see him, I can see him in, in everything. And in almost every script, well, I see him in every scripture if I look and if I stop. I can see him right away in some, some I need to sit with him. And see and let him reveal himself to me. So, um, so I need knowledge, you know. And and without faith, I can't. I can't. It doesn't matter how much I learn, how much, I, how many groups I go to, how many. If I don't believe his word and I don't believe who he is, all of that, I can get all this information here, but it's only for my carnal, my mind, my flesh. And I want to be in the spirit because that's where I'm with him. So if I'm doing everything just to get the knowledge and, and the wisdom and the information, I'm missing a big part of who I am in him. You know, I have to know this. So being in him, I, it takes faith. You know, I got to believe his word. I, it's not, I'm not going to easily lay hands on the sick. I'm not going to easily want to stand. I didn't want to stand up here. I never want to stand up here. I don't know. And I pray that it, it, it goes where I can one day just be like, you know, but I'm not, but you know, I'm not. And more so because he is, you see, I said to him, I don't feel qualified. He goes, but I am. Okay. 
You know, so how do you, do you trust me? Do you believe me? Then let me. So I, I'm here. I, my notes don't make any sense to me, but they do to him. He wrote them. You know, so I'm just here to say, okay, here we go. Because I really don't, it's, uh, you know, and then when I read things, I, sometimes I don't understand them after I read them. And then all of a sudden, boom, the light bulb goes off. You know, and I'm like, oh my God, that's what that means. And that's a beautiful thing. That's the revelation. That's when revelation happens, right? So in Hebrews 11:6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God, to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of the, a rewarder of those who delight, diligently seek him. So if he says to me, seek the kingdom first, right? Then I, he delights in that, right? He likes that. So if I'm asking him a question, that's always the first scripture he gives me. God, why is this happening? Well, seek the kingdom first. Uh, God, what do you want me to seek the kingdom first? Uh, how am I supposed to seek the kingdom first? It's always seek the kingdom first because it's in Jesus Christ that I'm going to get the solution. There's no other solution. I've tried everything. There's absolutely no other solution than a, that I've ever, that I've ever, and I've, and I've given people other solutions and I've seen Jesus wash people, wash people's feet. I've seen it all, you know, and it's, it's amazing because that's when they come out and they can, and they, they can receive him. Because it's really that he's everything. He's the solution to every situation, every crisis in my every crisis in my life, every situation that's not lined up with God's way, his will, his life is a crisis. The bottom line, that's an identity crisis. That means I don't know me, what I'm supposed to do in that situation. And if I keep trying to do something because I think I know and it never turns out the way it's supposed to, then it's because he's not in it. I keep trying to do the same thing. I got the cap on. I'm not letting him flow through me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm being, um, either I'm in unbelief or maybe I'm uh, bitter. You know, those are the things that can stop me from flowing in the spirit, okay? It doesn't mean I don't have everything in the spirit. It means I'm not allowing my soul to flow in the spirit. I'm not allowing my body to honor God in the spirit when I'm doing that. All right, so Psalms uh, 89, 15 says, blessed are those people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. So that's knowing who he is. And we're walking with him. We're seeing his face. We're seeing his, his thoughts. We're seeing his words in the spirit, you see, this, the, the eyes of my heart is what, if I'm hidden behind him, I'm in his heart. That's where I want to be hearing him, seeing him, right? Communing with him. So, uh, so we walk in the spirit and you will not walk in the flesh. If I walk in the spirit and I stay in the spirit with God, the word, and I find out, well, what do you say about this God? And I, and I follow the flow of the word, then I will not my, I, I won't fall into temptation. You see, that's where the deliver us from evil, um, Bethany, um, it, the, in the Lord's prayer, he started showing me, lead me not into temptation and deliver me from evil. Well, that's it. If I stay in the flow in the spirit with God there, I'm not going to be led into temptation 
because he doesn't, he's not going to tempt me. He's not going to be there. It's not going to happen. And I'm going to also not want to in my mind because eventually your spirit starts to renew the mind, right? Because we're communing with the Holy Spirit. So now we're only hearing the Holy Spirit and we're thinking the Holy Spirit and we're saying, speaking with the Holy Spirit to others. And we're communing with others that have the Holy Spirit because the Spirit wants to be with the Spirit. And um, Pastor said last week, the double-edged sword. You know, that's spirit and truth to me. Cuts through bone marrow. And sometimes I don't want to know truth. And I know that I have the Holy Spirit, but somebody else wants to bring the truth to me. And that's okay. I might need somebody's side of their sword to, so that we I can get to where I need to be with God. Right? So... um. It's not so to walk yet. So when I'm walking outside of the spirit, I'm walking in my soul and my body. And that's what can cause me to have the thoughts and the temptations. And the further I get away and grieve the Holy Spirit and not spend time with the spirit, with the Holy Spirit, and not um, commune and listen even to other people talk about the Holy Spirit, the good news, the gospel, Jesus Christ, I'm getting further and further, further and further, and I'm getting closer to something. And if it's not him, then it's going to be something I probably shouldn't be in, you know? So I really have to watch and and stay, for me, in his presence all the time. Every morning I wake up, during the day, I'm in the car, and I'm like, sometimes people must think I'm, I look over it like he's there. I felt, really, I'm going to be honest, I felt like he was with me, walking with me, all, like, these last couple of weeks in my house. It really felt like he was with me. I was like, oh, you know? Like I could walk around my house and there he was just trying to tell me here I am, you know? So it's no longer I who live, but Christ in me, not, uh, not more, but all of you, Lord. That's what I ask. I said, you know what? It started changing my heart. I want more of you and less of me. That was like a, a one-on-one prayer for me after all this time for me. It was a one-on-one because I'm with God all the time now. I'm like, listen to me because I want to hold on to something. It turned into, because I've spent time with him, all of you and none of me. I don't want any of anything that I would ever for my, you know, to desire or I, want, I need to put that aside. Right? So not, not more, but all of you, Lord. And in Galatians 5, 16, 26, and this is if I'm walking in the spirit and I won't, you know, if I'm walking in the spirit, my soul and body will start to conform, submit to my spirit, right? My soul will speak to my body. We speak to our bodies. We have many stories in in our groups where, you know, some of the girls, especially when we first started because it was mostly girls. Now it's guys and girls, uh, women and men, I should say. Um, you know, they would come and they would, can I share it? Okay. Thank you. So, so Kelly came to me once, like a couple of years ago, when she was using my kids, she's like, I'm cranky cause it's the time of the month. I'm like, uh, you speak to that. Listen, people ask me, are you going through your change? I'm like, what is that? I don't even know what they're talking about because I don't walk in those things. I walk in him. I walk in him and I'm whole. He gave me everything I need when he created the heavens and the earth actually he did everything in the first six days right and then what's that's it so everything I need was already done he's not going to come and do it again and there's nothing more I need and if there is anything he provided it I have to go get it I have to know where it is he'll lead and guide me to it if I ask him 
and then I follow him. You see, he said, it's not just enough to say, yeah, hi, Jesus, I love you. I see you. I know you're there. You're in my heart. Now he says, yeah, well then, come on, follow me. That's the hard part, following him, because not many people want to follow him. They want to just know him, know about him, but not understand and have his wisdom, because it's challenging. It's not me, it's him, and he's perfect and complete. So it's hard to, you know, give up things. But, and if it is hard to give up things, you just stay with him, and then eventually you don't even know you're giving them up because he gets bigger than those things in your life, in your heart. So he gets more space in your heart, and then those desires start to fade away. They really do. Because there's things in my life that have changed that I didn't even know needed to change, and the things that I thought they weren't so bad, they changed because they didn't line up with him, who he is. So the more we give ourselves, the more we seek him, the less we'll want of the world, of the old belief systems, of the things in our life that keep us in the soul, keep us in the body. And then the less people will want to hang out that keep us in the soul and keep us in the body. You see, this is why I believe even like there are some of our members are, are in this place with him. You know, we're sharing about it. We're in like one accord. What? He's the same, right? Go figure, right? Why wouldn't we be? He's in all of us. Um, so, and it's the same place. It's like, because he wants to send more people that, so we're not sucked out of him. And not that we can be because nobody can separate us, but my mind could come out and say, oh, cause that, you know, I'm so busy trying to either fix somebody or something looks attractive. And I stop looking at who I need to be looking at, Jesus Christ, the word of God. That's who he is, right? So um, let me get to the scripture. I started another tangent. So 5.16.26 says, I say then, walk in the spirit. The word is the spirit, right? And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's our soul and our body. For the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you, you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are, and these are the things. These are the things that can subtly come in. We don't even know it, okay? Because let me tell you, the first one in itself, adultery, right? Adultery could be, and yes, it, it could be a physical act, but it could be fornication. Um, I'm sorry, a porn or, or just Thinking about somebody all the, uh, what about the websites for dating on all the time? That's like, who are we looking to satisfy us? It's not God. If I'm looking for man or, you know, woman, it doesn't matter. Not me looking for a woman, all right? Those days were gone. Oh, I'm just saying, for the men, women, all right? Because, listen, if I'm following God, then that man of God is with God. How am I going to find them over here if, if God's, you know, I need to stay focused on God because he's with them. So, and then we have fornication, uncleanly, uh, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, and that's a simp. That one is so easy to get into. I was sharing that I had those, I went, you know, I had my house done, so I went through some old jewelry, not really old, but, and I, I went and I picked up these earrings, and it looked like the eye, you know, the thing that everybody's wearing, 
I don't know if it is, but it looked like it. And the moment it came into my spirit, like, that's not good, I listened. And they were very expensive. I threw, I don't even give stuff like that away. Why would I give a curse to someone else? I threw it away. I don't care how expensive it is. There are many things I threw away. There are many things I smashed. I had all those beautiful statues. That Well, they weren't beautiful. They they are in the natural. I don't know how to say that because they're not. You know, of um, Adidas. Medusa. I mean, I used to be like, those were the, the things that were in my house. I had to, and they were very expensive. I smashed them and threw them away, okay? Because that there's no room for that stuff in my life today. Because the enemy, I'm and I'm not afraid of them. I'm not even worried that they have no power over me. But you know what? The enemy will have access. I don't, that doesn't, listen. It, and it, there's a scripture that says, you know, why you don't do this? Don't I'm not in a religious spirit because if I start doing things like that out of fear of, oh my God, something bad's gonna happen to me, then I'm in a bad place. I'm not. That's what he's gonna get. Forget about the statue. Keep the statue. He's gonna get that. That you can't have that statue. You know. So, and if you're not, and if you're in that place, deal with that first. Leave the statue alone, because there's this, and that's in a lot of things. Sometimes he has to deal with, listen, addictions before he can get into anger. Okay? Be angry, but stop using. Let him deal with you on that. You know, make these decisions because that's where he can work with you in the decision. It's that the wishy-washy that he, he spits out because he doesn't know where you're at. He, you're not, you're not going to, you're not stable. Right? And, oh, and I shared with you, but God gave me a vision on that one. Let me just skip on my notes because it doesn't make sense anyway. So I'll just go. I guess this is why he made me write them. So like one morning, one day, after one of our groups, he showed me a tipsy person in my mind. He's like, uh, there's three types of people that I want you to share. Hold on. Let me just see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. So he says to me, like, this was strange, you know. He says there's three types of human beings in the world. And I know we always say this too. There's the believer and the unbeliever, right? There's the Christian and the non-Christian. But you know what? He showed me that in-between person that walks around tipsy in life. And and every time they feel like a little straight, they want to drink. Or they feel like they're too drunk, they stop. That is the wishy-washy, I don't, you know, I want a little bit of him and a little bit of him. And they're in the, the middle. And then you have the true, like, blackout person who just doesn't even believe. They're walking out. They're walking their lives. I was one of those people. I was a walking blackout, like Dawn of the Dead. So it didn't matter. But he can still work with that person more than he can work with the person that's unstable in all their ways. And then there's the person that's sold out to him. That's sa- the sound mind, sober-minded. That's the person that follows Christ. Right? So he gave me that. So he said the unbeliever is, like, drunk blackout all the time, functioning in darkness and doesn't even know it, spiritually dead, the natural man, it's identity in man, getting their identity only in man. And I was that person, even though I went to Catholic school and I I had this concept of like some God, God, because I believe it was the same God, but I was distorted in my view of who he is. And, um, I was just living for myself. I was influenced by people, places, and things, living for people, places, and things, and what I can get, and believing that I had faith in the natural. See, there's a difference. There's 
Christ-like faith, and then there's man-like faith. We all have faith. Soul, people running on the soul are still having faith in the, in the, in the natural, not in the spirit, in the supernatural with God. Those people are spirit-led. And um, so he showed me that, and then he said in for the, the wishy-washy, he said they're the tipsy people all the time, half in, half out, unstable in all their ways, always looking to feel good. They're in the identity crisis because they don't even they, – they're in conflict. That's the – because I turned into that person too. So I went from stages. I went from totally like, eh, it's my life. Nobody's going to tell me what to do to, uh, well – is God going to punish me if I do this? Oh, I want to be a good person, so I'll give that. You know what? He loves me anyway. I'll go do this. I mean, that person to God, you have it all. Have it all. It's all yours. And that's, and that's the third person. And that's the person that's the believer. Sound mind. All, all in, sold out to Jesus Christ. Alive in Christ Jesus. A spiritual man. Identity in Christ. That's the one that God's showing me that it's very simple and I and I'm not perfect you know so but if we get these images we know it's our measuring stick he teaches us so that we know when we're in that wishy-washy moment I'm not saying I don't ever get there sometimes I I I, I want to hit my car and hit the person in front of me that's a wishy-washy moment can't be doing that right so but I I don't which is the first thing but it was a thought Right? It's a thought, and then I get right with the Lord. I say, you know what, God? This is, you see how I said, oh, Holy Spirit, activate? I say, patience, activate, 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 patience, activate. It's the Holy Spirit. He bubbles up, and he's going to come out, and then I'm going to slow down. And he starts functioning and operating through me because I'm in cooperation. I'm calling on him. I'm saying, I want to do it your way, Lord. It's that simple. Really, it is, you know? Praise the Lord that it's that simple because I don't know. If it was hard, I, you know, I don't think I would be in this place. You know, so um, murder. Okay, so let me just, this is what we do in groups sometimes. All right, of which I tell you beforehand, ju- oh, I don't even think I got selfish ambitions, ambitions uh, dissension, heresy, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like. And there are many of the likes that I can probably name but I won't that are not on this list that I've done so of which I tell you beforehand just as I also tell you in the past in the time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God so if I'm seeking the kingdom of God and I'm walking in those things or I'm seeking oh, behaving in those things or thinking about those things all the time or getting involved in conversations about those things, how about speaking about those things, then I'm not going to be in the kingdom of God. You know, and I'm asking him, he says, seek the kingdom first. That means he, there's something I need to look at myself. Right? So uh, beforehand, just as I told you in past times that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, patience, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law. So when we're, when we're not worried about the law, we're walking in the spirit of God because I don't need to worry about what people, and if somebody has to say something, maybe because they're walking in the law, all right? If I'm not walking in the law, it doesn't matter what anybody says to me. 
I'm okay. And that's the place I want to be. Some people say, well, they really did hurt me. They really did. Well, then go to God and you're, there's something, if they're burning you, if that keeps happening, that means there's something in you that you need to look at with God. Because even if that person is doing that, God taught me that I can still show up and not be affected, infected, or affected by another person. That's a choice that I make. If I know who I am in him, and thank God he was my example because I've seen him. I've seen him in his word. I've seen him on uh, stories on TV even. We have movies about him loving to the end when the worst things were happening to him. So, and that's real. So if he can do that, then he created us, then we can endure all things with him. Right? We can endure all things with him. And thank God he gave us his testimony. Thank God we know who he is. Because there are times when I think I can't do it. And then I have to think about what he did and know that I can because he lives in me. And it's him doing it. I'm not alone with me. I'm just in cooperation with it, with my vessel is saying, yes, Lord, here I am. And always at the end, I don't care if it looks ugly to me, he's speaking to somebody. It might, it might, my view might not look like the way I wanted it, intended it, or felt it should look, but it's not about that. It's about the glory of him. And I might not even know the person that witnessed what they needed to witness through my brokenness, Right? Because I see, I see, I get, I get touched by so many people sometimes, and I tell them once they come out of it, what a miracle I witnessed, and what a blessing they are that I got to witness it. How special I feel that God chose me to walk, to watch someone glorify Him. That's a beautiful thing when we can do that, you know. And that's why we want a fellowship. It's so important to fellowship. Jesus did. I mean, he didn't say, okay, I'm God. There's so many things that he didn't do because he was God. You know, think about it. But he did because he was man too. He wanted to show us. He was spirit and man, right? So he he showed us. He It must have been at times hard not to zap somebody. <laughs> right? Being God. Imagine, like, you know, imagine him as a kid. And somebody takes something from it. I mean, the, the, it, it's incredible. You know, like, this is it. I was listening to another preacher, and they said, imagine being his mother, and everybody's bragging there. My son plays the piano. My son, he's the greatest sport player. And you're, you're sitting there, and you have to hold your tongue because, well, you can't go to say, my son's God. You know? <laughs> I was listening to that. I was like, that is awesome. But, yeah. So, and she held it, right? So sometimes God asked us to hold him back. People don't need to know sometimes because they're not ready to receive and you don't want to throw God at people like that because he's not like that. He's not, he's gentle and loving. He's not forceful. You know, he's not abusive. He's, he's, there is no other, basically. There's no one like him. So, uh, okay, here we go. So, yes, uh, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no, I read it all, right? And those who are Christ, are, are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking 
one another, envying one another. So when I'm walking in the spirit, right, I'm not doing those things, first of all. And if I'm living in the spirit is knowing where I am in Christ. It's knowing my position, knowing who I am, knowing what I should be doing. Because Jesus said in Luke 4, 17, 20, I'm just going to read this because I printed it before I came here. I felt like he wanted me to share it. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it's written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to, for the prisoners and recovery of sight to, for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to claim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And their eyes and the eyes of everyone in the synagogue was fastened onto him, on him. So when we go places, that's our mission. That's what we're called to do. So if we don't know our purpose tonight, you can just print that out and say that because we're called to proclaim the good news to the poor, the ones that don't know it, not just the poor people in the streets. And those are, that's good. I have another story. That's good too. But the poor, the poor in heart. The ones that, their hearts are not filled with him. They don't even know who he is, right? And even the ones that are on welfare with him. I don't know how to say it. They have some money, but they don't have all of them, right? We got to pass it on to them too. And um, then he proclaimed freedom to the prisoners. You know, we have to lay hands on people, set the captives free, um, heal the sick. All those things, all those scriptures are who he is in us. It's, we are his representatives. We're ambassadors for the kingdom of God. We have to go out and represent him and wear his name. We wear his name. So instead of the Gucci belt, how this came all around, okay, Lord, we wear Jesus Christ, right? So we put him on in the morning and that's the armor and all, everything he, he teaches us all day. If we, I know as I'm speaking, everybody's thinking about scriptures right now. There are scriptures that are being spoken to you guys. That's God talking to you. He's ministering to you as I'm talking. I don't even know what I'm talking about sometimes right here, right now. I feel like, you know, but he knows who needs what. And I always rely on that. Before every group, before I even open my mouth, even if I go to a meeting and I, and I share, I say, God, God, you know more about, well, you know, you definitely know more about everybody in here, right? So you know what they've spoken to you and you know what they, they need to hear and what they've been asking for you. So use me as that person. I got to do that in my family. I got to do that at the job. I got to do that when I go food shopping, wherever I am. God, you know what people need. Use me as your vessel, as your peace offering, your good news. Anything you want to say to someone. And the other day there was a, there was a family, the whole family begging. So first I'm thinking, why would this, why would they do this to these four kids and they're begging and I drive and I leave and Rocco's in the back. I said, Rocco, did you see that family? He goes, no, I didn't see that. I said, there's a family there. You want to go get some gift cards and cause he likes to do that stuff. Right. So he says, yeah, let's do it. And he really wanted to go to the skate park, but he wanted to do that. And I, and I was like, good, you know, so we went and when I got there, something didn't feel right. I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there, you know, and I don't think I was, but I gave them the gift anyway, because why? because I can and was supposed to. So I just gave it. I blessed them. And I was like, well, thank you, God, for teaching me. Not everybody 
is, you know, it, that's, I felt like they were shady in a way. Like he's using his kids to like, you know what I mean? And I mean, it just didn't feel right. So I went with that and I got in the car. I'm like, all right, God, I'm not gonna, I'll be more aware. Right. So I'm driving, I drop off Rocco. And now I know that that time was supposed to be doing that now because I know what happened afterwards. You see, if I didn't stop and do all that, even though it wasn't, didn't feel right, it was right unto the Lord because I wind up going to this open house in my neighborhood and there was a woman there that I know. And she knows me for the 10 years I'm here. And she was co-doing something with someone. And they were like, oh my God. So I was able to share my testimony. Oh my God, they had a friend that just tried to kill themselves. Committed, so you know, wanted to commit suicide. She's really very whole. And I was able to share testimony and then offer myself to them as a private group, maybe even with them too, like a little... Bible study or whatever they wanted. But if I didn't do those stops, you see what a blessing that was? I, I got home and I felt, oh my God, I almost missed that. I almost missed that opportunity to share you, God, with other people. It didn't happen in the other place, but God made a way because I asked him when I, before I stopped for those people, I said, God, is that what you want me to do? It's the same thing. We go back to the beginning of the prayer. Seek the kingdom first and then you do the right thing and these things will be added. So I seek the king. Should I stop it there? And then when I got there, oh, I don't think that was the right thing. All right, God, I I missed the mark. I got in the car, and then I, um, but I did the right thing, because I'm supposed to, and I can. You see, it's a choice. We can. It's a choice. So I did the right thing, and then I'm driving the car. I drop off Rocco, and then all of a sudden, I didn't know who's going to be at this place. It happened to be someone that really needed God. You know, needed God to share with their friend because they really felt very sad and concerned. So, and then all these things were added. I got an opportunity. I felt blessed that I was able to bless them with even the testimony. But it all is seek the kingdom first and his righteousness and these things will be added. And the things are him. He's the things. He's everything. He's all of it. He's patience, love, kindness, mercy, compassion, all of it, long-suffering, things that I'm not capable of doing on my own, ever. I've tried. I've tried my whole life. I've tried to even buy things to get me that, and I couldn't. All right? So for me, it's just Jesus is the only way. He's the, the answer to my identity crisis because I was always in one. Even if it looked nice on the outside, the internal suffering that was going on. Okay, we could dress up things very nicely. But inside, it's very ugly. You know, I can, I, and I did that my whole life. You know, I was freebasing with the mink coat on. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't, you know, not everybody knows my story, but I was, you know, and I thought like, well, I, you know, that it's, a, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, you know? And we're, we're thinking that meanwhile, I'm, I'm dead. And I needed the hovering, the hovering over of the Holy Spirit to breathe life into my life. And let me just say this, because God taught me this too. Holy Spirit's always been around. I know because I, I this is my little thing, right? And, you know, yes, we receive Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. But the Holy Spirit's around us. And I believe my whole life, the Holy Spirit has been around me because he is. He's the air we breathe. He's, he's everything, right? And there, if I look back now, now that I understand that to the core of who I am, that 
revelation in my heart. I see the Holy Spirit through my whole life, but I wasn't willing. I didn't want to receive and say, live in me. I didn't want to see Jesus as God, Messiah. I didn't want to see that. I'm, I, I heard about him, but I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't stop. You know, I didn't stop to, to listen. And I'm sure there were many, I believe that my first, when I first got sober at um, 21, I lived in Florida and I had a woman that I lived with. She had many years. I now hear her voice, Nancy Audrey. I'll never forget her and she's probably not alive, but she was definitely a Christian. You see how I know there was the Holy Spirit around me. I didn't know anything about Christians, but by her language, by her love, I know she knew Jesus. I didn't know that then because I didn't know him. I just thought she was a sober woman, you know, being nice. Right? She never said to me, I'm a Christian. You know, this is the way we live. She was just kind, compassionate, loving, and taught me the right way to live in certain areas of my life, like being a family member. I didn't know how to do that. And she taught me how to just not run around and think I can come and go. So I know today that he's always with us. And even whether we, and he's the one that's chasing us and, 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 and seeking us to, to bring us to Jesus, right? So it's not until he doesn't live in me until I ask him to live in me, until I receive, until I can see Jesus as God, as, as Lord, Savior, Messiah of my life. That's when the Holy Spirit went, and I knew my life was totally different at that point because I was going around. I was, doing, I was the one that Jesus was Mozart. Jesus was Beethoven. Jesus was Thomas Edison, a man. And then when I understood, and I didn't understand him right away. You see, I didn't know Jesus, but I, I believe the Holy Spirit. I went to a Christian. I, I didn't even know what Christianity was. When I understood who Jesus was, it was like maybe like a couple of months after going to church. I had to hear about him. Someone was here. I was hearing about him. And all I knew is I, I just wanted to be with him. I wanted to be with him. I didn't know it was Jesus. I thought it was God, 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 God. And then all of a sudden in my kitchen, I'm like, <gasps> Jesus and God is the same. And it was like a whole thing for me, you know? And I know these things sound, because a lot of people walk, no, I didn't even know what Christianity was. So this, I'm a miracle. I don't, nobody in my family, I mean, this is incredible. So, and I know this sounds simple to some people because people are like, well, they brought up that way. I was not. So when I, even though I went to Catholic school, nobody told, I, it, there was not like a clarity of it, of who Jesus is. So, and now that he's teaching me that he lives in me and I, and I'm one with him and I can do all the things that he can do because the same spirit lives in me that lives in him because he's at the right hand of the father. That's where my spirit is, right? But my soul and my body and my heart is here to bring kingdom of heaven here on earth through Holy Spirit. Thank God. Thank God he petitioned for that, for the Holy Spirit to come into my heart. Each and every one of us. So when I say I've been delivered, I was, I've, I've been delivered. I moved from one thought life to another thought life, right? And this is where my conflicts come in because I believe I'm delivered, period. I'm delivered. And I believe sometimes 
I might get into some things that are soulish and I need to repent, rebuke, and then receive. That's it. Drop the mic. You know, I like to learn things. I like to learn things so I can teach things to others, so I can share the good, the gospel, God with, with others. But I've, I've been delivered. It's the same thing in AA. They say, oh, I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic. No, you're not. You're recovered. You're healed. My spirit is perfect in God, hidden in, in Christ, in God. It's perfect. My spirit has everything. I have everything I need. I'm whole. I'm in the fullness of God. And when I'm not feeling that way or thinking that way or acting that way, it's because I'm in some place in my soul and my body and I need to get washed with the word. I need to get, it's, it's really um, ignorance. It's not knowing. I need to, to get knowing who he is again and then to get to the wisdom of his word and then the understanding standing under his word and on his word and acting it out. So that's how it looks for me, for my life and how he's been unraveling I shouldn't say unraveling, maybe uh, pulling down the sheets of my mirror. I said, uh, as I was writing, I was like, my whole life, I felt like I was in a funny uh, house with mirrors that were all different shapes. You know, I was like walking and I'd be like, that was my image. That was my people, places and things. And then I get to the kingdom of heaven and it's clear. It's, it's just beautiful. I don't, I will never, this is another thing. I will never see my own face, face to face, but Jesus is my face, face to face. So if I want to see myself clearly, then I need to get clear and right with him, and then I'll see myself completely. And that's the whole beautiful thing. The more I know him, the more I know me. And then, because it's not about what I look like, what you look at me in the mirror, or I see in the mirror. It's about what I know about who I am. Right? I see Jesus. His heart is bloody reflection. You look in it, and you reflect yourself. Your face should be looking at when you see Jesus it's your face because he's bloody right he was blood not he's beautiful now I'm just saying but that's the whole thing our hearts are are soft and and fluid and, and his blood when I look at his blood I see my reflection that's what we should be doing right and he's the only one with scars so if anybody's saying oh my old wounds get rid of them they're not in the kingdom of heaven only Jesus has scars he took yours away so the only scars in heaven are his and they're really ours, right? So everything you think you went through in life, every bad situation, every bad choice, every bad thought, every get rid of it. Be delivered. Go to Jesus. Just say, Father God, forgive me for these thoughts or these behaviors or whatever, and then repent, rebuke it. I don't want to live like that anymore is rebuking it, meaning don't repent and say it and then go and do it again, you know? And sometimes you got to restore, restoration. You might have to call someone, and that's okay. And if you're not sure how to do those things, you can always call. There's so many people in this church that walk that walk that can help you and love you and guide you in Christ to do the right thing, to live righteously, right? So um, I'm almost done with this. So the difference between, I just want to say this, identity is a name. Jesus, the word of God, right? The words, the name of God is the identity. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is, the personality of a person, the individuality of the person. If I'm in 
my identity, right? It's a personal thing. It's individual with him in Christ, me. I'm uniquely, wonderfully made in his image. I don't need to look like you. I don't need to look like you. I need to look like who I am in Christ, right? Amen. And then you know what? If I'm starting to look like Christ, somebody will see Christ in me. And they're not looking at me. That's the beauty. If we all looked alike, then we'd all, we'd be confused who had Christ. See? Amen to that. So, and Christ is the title also. So either you're in a crisis. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just read that. So the identity. So is your identity in crisis or is your identity in Christ? Crisis is a time of intense difficulty, trouble, or danger. The turning point of a disease when an important change takes place, indicating either victory, recovery or death. So think about that. Think about where you're at right now. And Christ is the title. He's the name, the identity that we should be looking for. The name of Christ, Jesus Christ. There's power, authority, love. Everything's in his name. Healing, also treated as a name, given to Jesus, a leader, a leader savior, for Christians, whoever believes in him, right? Kingdom citizens, that's what we'll say. Our Lord and Savior, God, he's God. Amen. So let me just pray, because I, I really didn't, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just so happy that God uses me. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I just pray, Lord, that, like I said before, you know what everyone needs. You, you, you are just so loving and kind to each and every one of us. And even when we, we don't take that moment to just stop, you know, you know what we need. So I'm just praying, Lord, that you, that, that whoever it is, and I believe each and every one here received what you would have them receive. The conversations, those secret places in their thoughts and their hearts being spoken to by only, only, only you can do that. So we just, we thank you, Father, for being able to get into those dark places, into those light places, into those treacherous places, into those windy places. We just thank you, Father, that your breath can go in any place that we need you to be. And we just, we're just going to receive and have a wonderful rest of the week. And we're just going to live righteously in Jesus' name. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all